Hazanya Mosaka on 702. We join Nikki Bush for our usual Wednesday conversation with her, which we call uh, just winning at life and uh, work during COVID-19. You know, when it comes to this lockdown, we know that it's been extended. I was mentioning that earlier till the end of the month. Uh, Authorities have said that this is a very critical week um, uh, because they need to know what the average case number uh, is going to be. And uh, what um, uh, Professor Salim Abdul Karim said at during that Monday night presentation was that it's because we want to know what the community transmission levels will be. And that will guide, you know, what the next steps are and how the rest of the lockdown will be managed. Uh, And so it means that we will be in our spaces with other people for a longer period of time. So how do we maintain our sanity in these small spaces? Uh, Nikki Bush has some ideas around how we can, you know, keep our mood up, keep the, our spirits up and far from chucking people out or doing anything dangerous. <laughs> Hello, Nikki. How are you? I'm fine, thanks, Azza. Thank you so much for having me. It's two more weeks. We get two more weeks. We do. So this is an extended period of lockdown, as we had been saying on the show, don't get hooked on April the 16th. Mm. And I'm so glad that uh, we were told a few days beforehand and we weren't left waiting until the final hour. Because we've been through and we are going through such a massive period of adjustment and transition. This isn't just an interruption Mm -hmm. in our lives. It's an adjustment and a transition, and it's a a period of trauma, of mass trauma, actually. We've been through, and there are are many phases that we go through, immobilization, um, where we were frozen in time when we first heard we were going to be shut down and locked down, and then we minimized it, you know, to cope. You kind of minimize it. It's not so bad. It'll be okay, and, you know, we've done all sorts of things to to make ourselves feel that it's going to be okay. But I think we are just hitting the kind of depression phase of feeling pretty down. (laughs) I had a little cry this morning. Mm -hmm. I was lying in bed having a weep. And, and, and I know um, on the weekend I was chatting to friends and their, their teenage daughters uh, had a, had a, an all fall down and a good cry on the weekend. But you know what? That's all part and parcel of processing what we are going Mm. through. And it does just show the degree of change that we're actually experiencing. And our topic today, being sanity in small places, is a particularly challenging one. It is, uh, because we need to cope, we need to respect other people's spaces. Um, Like you said, sometimes you're just going to need time to have a little bit of a cry. Um, But also, uh, sometimes we're on the edge, you know, we'll be short with our children, uh, we'll be barking orders, you know, just uh, the line, the string, the length of the string that we would ordinarily have um, can be so much shorter. Very much so, and for very obvious reasons. And there is a very interesting model that it's that's worth looking at. It's David Rock's scarf model mm-hmm. uh, from his book, uh, Your Brain at Work. And I think this will really help our listeners and also help you to cope with the emotional overload right now. Because if you can actually identify how you're feeling yeah. and, and actually um, verbalize it, you feel 
a lot better and you are better placed to take the next step, even, albeit a baby step right now. So SCARF stands for status. And our status right now, um, our need for status has, has, has disappeared. If you're not in an office anymore, you don't feel the same status. If you're not at have your friends around, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a, there's a lot around status and um, certainty that's gone out the window. We don't know what's going to happen. So we're feeling very uncertain. There's not much clarity as to, as to what lies ahead. All we really know is in two weeks time, we might be out of lockdown. And even then it'll be a very slow release. Uh, autonomy. We've had all our freedom and our civil liberties taken away from us. Mm -hmm. And that makes us feel really, really antsy. And then really, Relatedness. We're not able to see the people we want to see when we want to see them. We can't hug and kiss them. We can't shake hands. All of that's been ripped away. And the last one here, which I think particularly relates to our topic today of sanity in small places, is fairness. It's not fair. Yeah. It's just not fair. Why can't I have my party? Why can't I see my friends? <laughs> it's not fair. Why can't I go outside? But it's not fair. And it isn't fair. And we need to acknowledge it isn't fair. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, when we're looking at these small spaces, and I'm thinking when we say small spaces, that many, many people live in apartments of 60 to 100 square meters, mm -hmm. which is a small space when you have perhaps an adult and two children or two adults and two children, because that would give you two bedrooms and a living area come kitchen, usually open plan. Yeah. That means there are only two doors that can be closed <laughs> and that's the bathroom. Yes. And or three doors, the bathroom and the two bedrooms. And none of those bedrooms is very big. There's not a lot of storage space and therefore you don't have a lot of, toys, games, and things to use. You have to use a lot of whatever you have on hand. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? Is this I connection bad? I can hear you bad? now. Yeah, keep, it just dropped, but it's back now. No we, we can hear Come you much. loud and clear now. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, so, as you say, in these small so, spaces, um, very few places to, to kind of have more space to feel freer, to work through these emotions. So, even how we work through them has to be contained. It has to be seriously contained. <laughs> okay, so I thought to use a little bit of humor here today uh, because I think we do have to bring some humor in yeah and if you are living in a a, a small contained apartment or flat um, maybe you need to name the parts of the house and you could have uh, the bathroom which is probably the most private space might be called flashing meadows <laughs> hello I can hear you oh, I'm going to go and plug my computer straight into the internet so that we, if, I don't know if it's on my side or your side. All right, but, let's take a um, break and try, I keep and, losing uh, and try like and correct I'm... that uh, link. It's making our conversation rather difficult with uh, Nikki there. But Flushing Meadows, how are you coping, you know, um, being around your loved ones, your family for protracted periods of time? Do let us know. Um, and uh, it's about to get fun. I think we've attended to the 
fact that sometimes our emotions can feel rather raw um, and sometimes you feel that there's very little outlet where maybe you would have gone for a walk before. Uh, you can't necessarily and you want to abide by the rules of the of the lockdown. You want to abide by the law, but uh, uh, you, you, you have to acknowledge how you're feeling as well. So how do we get through these kinds of moments as we've described with Nikki Bush? We'll be back with uh, for more with her as soon as we sort out her line. 702 Azania's on Twitter at Azania underscore Right, it is 12 minutes to uh, 2 o'clock and let's uh, try that conversation again with Nikki Bush and today we're looking at how we can keep our sanity in small spaces considering the extension to our lockdown. Nikki, I hope you hear us better this time around. Much better, thank you. Fantastic, (laughs) yeah, you must literally be on top of that Wi-Fi. Okay. (laughs) So I'm plugged in now. <laughs> fantastic. So what do we do? What can we do to ensure that uh, this doesn't get the better of us? Okay. So as, as I was saying earlier, let's use a little bit of humor. And I think that the place or the space where you decide is going to be your workspace, maybe that's the brain surgery. So when you go off to do your work, you say <laughs> to your kids, I'm off to the brain surgery now. If we're going to be doing some cooking, well, the kitchen can be the master chef kitchen. I think everybody's got a handle on that. And, um, as I said, uh, flashing meadows for the loo and the doodle spot. I think that you need a doodle spot and the doodle spot could be the kitchen counter because that's where you can play with Play-Doh and paints and crayons and pastels <laughs> and all those slightly messy things. Mm. But then I thought what we should do is look at the whole house as a canvas. That means that your windows can be used as as, uh, as as whiteboards, you can use whiteboard markers. So any any non permanent marker uh. works very well on glass. So mm-hmm. glass and mirrors, and obviously for certain activities, maybe for work, you need uh, a doodle space, and that can be a window. Or your child might want to doodle the window. Obviously, if you've got young children, they've got to know it's not the walls; it's the windows. Mm. <laughs> and and you can use finger paint on windows and shaving cream. So if you wanted 15 minutes of real multisensory fun, um, a bit of shaving cream on a patio sliding door is wonderful. When, did, okay. when last so did you just, play? When last did you play, Nikki? Me? Mm. Oh, I play for a living, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm uh, one of my one of my, my 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 other businesses is that we test toys and games, so. mm. Mm. <laughs> and we played uh, Rummy Cup the other night, and we did some gambling. It's called Newmarket with butter beans, and oh. all of all, all of the uh, the instructions for Newmarket, the gambling game with cards, uh, is that's on my Toy Talk website, which is the Learning Through Play website. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's add some more here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already said the kitchen counter for creativity. So that's where you put your, your messy play items and where you can do cooking and baking, which is a science experiment. It keeps people <laughs> occupied, but there's an outcome in that we can eat it. So very multisensory. Then I think your cupboard doors, you can create those as easels as well. Mm. So if you take white paper and stick white paper, even if it's A4 pieces of paper out of your printer with Prestick, stick them all over the cupboard doors. Those can be used as drawing surfaces for your kids or mind mapping for yourself or whatever it is that you need to do. Uh, If you've got two bedrooms, you've got two rooms that have got cupboard doors and you can plaster them full of paper and use them with pens 
Bunnings and Pokies and uh, you name it. Can we make okay. the cleaning up also into a game? Because that's a lot of cleaning and, up. And then you can, even if you've got older children, you can use the Barney song, clean up, clean up, everybody, everywhere. You know, I'm sure you remember it. It's drilled into your brain if you've had children who've watched Barney. <laughs> and then for exercise, if you have a tiled floor, it's a very good way to switch on the brain and switch on the body and get them both talking to each other to do fancy footwork mm-hmm. in between the tiles. So you are hopping ah. you are hopping over the lines or you are crossing your midline by taking one foot across your body as if you're walking a bit skew. <laughs> and 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 you can do bunny hops over the lines from one side to the other. Oh, you're and reminding me. What- you're reminding me of my childhood because that's what we used to do in the street. We'd get uh, those little yes. stones that can draw, you know, that have color. Yes, and yes, we would, yes. We yes. would draw what we call scotch, like literally what you're Yes, what you're like hopscotch. Hopscotch, like yeah, hopscotch. we used to call it scotch. Yes. Uh, and now yes. you're saying we just use our towels in the house. I love that idea. Absolutely. And it's a it's a really fun thing to do. So you can do bunny hops. Who can go down the passage, you know, the fastest, hopping from one square to the other? Or if you've got a, a vertical line, mm. then you hop across the line, mm-hmm. across, 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 or you walk left, right, left, right across the line. <laughs> Tennis players do these kinds of activities. So do boxers. They often use a string ladder on a tennis court where tennis players on their tippy toes run in and out of the rungs of one of these string ladders. Uh We don't have a string ladder, but we've got tiled floors and we can definitely do it on tiled floors. If you happen to have a staircase, run up and down the staircase. It's fantastic for raising raising your cardio, Uh but also it pumps oxygen to the brain. And when you've been stuck inside all the time. And when you can't move a lot because you don't have a garden, you need to find ways of, of uh, you know, getting the endorphins pumping and the oxygen pumping. If you have a skipping rope and you've got a big enough patio or you can move furniture out of the way and light fittings and all those things, a sk- skipping is one of those exercises that you can do in small places. Mm-hmm. So that is that gives you a, a few creative ideas of how to use your space. But here's a couple of other things that I think could be useful. If you have children in the house who are old enough, so I would say this would be from about seven and up, yeah. somebody could be made the timekeeper each day. And that person is in charge of keeping time on the daily schedule. Mm -hmm. And maybe they've got a bell or a whistle or they clap or some, they make some noise that's pre-agreed that when the clock gets to, so they've got to be able to tell the time um, or, or they can have a cell phone that tells you, you know, an alarm clock. When the time, when the bell, the alarm clock rings, then you need to blow your whistle so that everybody knows they've got to stop the activity they're doing and switch to the next activity. So it might be the end of brain surgery time, of work time, and now we're having 15 minutes of playtime where we're going to do something fun or maybe it's lunchtime. Mm -hmm. Just giving children some responsibilities makes them feel like part of the process. And something that would be really, really helpful that I I, – used to tell people when they were having a second child to do for the first child Mm -hmm. is at the beginning of every day, and I used to call it the breastfeeding box, but now we will call it a fun on the run box or a (laughs) COVID-19 coronavirus (laughs) box. Um, 
at the beginning of the day, you as a parent, if you put together a little plastic suitcase or just a little box or a packet with a couple of little games and toys that your children have around the house and change them every day, make sure one item gets changed. There must be a book to read, something creative to do and a game to play and something to eat and something to drink as if they were going off to school with yeah. their snack. Yeah. If you've already done the snack, they know they can't come and interrupt you to get you to make them some juice or something like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the interesting thing about that, Azza, is that if they know you've already planned for them, they feel that their cup is full. If you don't plan what those activities are going to be while you're trying to work, that's when you get into some oh, sticky then trouble. That's when the interruptions come. Okay. And looking okay. for your attention. I quite <clears throat> like that. So there's play in different areas of life. So there's exercise as play, cooking as play, play for the sake of play. Uh, and we all get involved. And we don't play enough, do we? Because it's a great way of learning. It's a great way to distress. And uh, almost all creativity, in fact, uh, involves some kind of purposeful play. Definitely. So, so creative, creative um, stuff can be free play where we build our, our building blocks in any way we like, yeah. or you must build something according to a pattern, according to visual instructions. Hmm. And while we're talking visual, let's talk auditory quickly. I think if I was living in a small space uh, right now with children, I would make sure that we all have an afternoon siesta or an afternoon quiet time where everything stops. And perhaps this is the time when we have a family audio book that we're listening to. Mm -hmm. And we all lie on the bed together. Nobody can talk. And we listen to the story. Obviously, it's got to be age appropriate for the whole family. Yeah. But I think that stopping is very, very important. Because at the end of the day, we want more joy and less struggle. Mm. But you know, before we went into the lockdown, we kind of focused a lot on things like groceries. I know really great puzzles were out in many stores, as in the ones that go into the thousands as far as pieces are concerned. All that was left was like, yes. you know, 100, 300 piece puzzles <laughs> and so on. <laughs> and so by now, so you're finding families thinking, okay, we've played Monopoly, you know, that never ending, oh, I don't, I hate Monopoly, mm -hmm. never ending Monopoly. Uh, you mentioned a few games at the start. We've done a few rounds of 30 seconds. Now what? You know, so it does now come what? to that point mm -hmm. where how do we keep this momentum going before it deflates, before we become like a right. deflated balloon? Okay. And seeing as we actually cannot go out and buy games and toys exactly. right now, in fact, a shout out right now to anybody who's looking at which services need to become essential moving forward as quickly as possible. I think games and toys need to be, uh, stores need to be able to sell them. And stationery, um, like or, some of our parents have been saying stationary. Like since yesterday. So we can obviously help our kids with their homework, but also do the yes. drawing, do the coloring in to just relax yes. and get lost in like a kaleidoscope of color on a page. Exactly. So I would like to see um, those becoming essential services and books. You know, bookstores are closed, hey? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can't buy books either. But um, I would like to tell our listeners to go onto my other website, toytalk.co.za, and go and have a look at the making fun out of nothing activities. There's making uh, game activities, so mm -hmm. free game activities, how to make games 
yourself. So there, there is beetle, how to create, um, how to play beetle with a single dice, piece of paper and a pen or a pencil for each person. And you, you play the beetle game. Um, there are, there are various card and dice and drawing games where we literally create a game like not quite a monopoly, but you know, little short 15 minute games that mm-hmm. we can create ourselves mm-hmm. if we're running out of resources. Because I know people are starting to run dry. There's the little gingerbread man game where everybody draw, draws a gingerbread man and they write the numbers one to six all over their gingerbread man twice. Okay. And all you need is one dice and you need a, a highlighter each. And as you throw a number, you color it over with a highlighter and and the person who who colours in their gingerbread man the first is the winner. Okay, it's a very simple little game. Yeah, we'll check but, out those you know, rules um, and how to create yeah. those. Uh, Nikki, we'll connect again next week, Wednesday. We don't know where we'll be by then. How we'll be feeling? Whether we would have had a morning cry or whether we would be feeling fitter than uh, a fiddle. We don't know. <laughs> but let's see how no, we fare we in this coming week. One last thing. As a, I'm, I'm actually running an online workshop tonight, a webinar. And if uh-huh. people go to nikibush.com, I know there are still a handful of places available. Okay. It's how to be a parenting hero over this time. And the kind of ideas I've been sharing right now mm-hmm. will be, there'll be dozens more tonight. Okay. I hope we get a cape at the end of that. But anyway, thanks, <laughs> thanks Nikki. Absolutely. So that's nikibush.com. And we speak to her every Wednesday about how to win at life with Nikki.